Hi, and welcome to the Real Authentic Women podcast. This podcast is going to take you on a journey to help navigate you through the ups and downs of life. I mean, as well as myself. You'll hear from authentic women and men both talk about different topics, ranging from dating, marriage, and yes, sex. I said it. Also juggling work, family, Jesus, and so much more. So let's begin with an episode of Raw. The Raw Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. He is my BFF and, yeah, my best friend and um, my husband. And welcome to the show, John Gotro. Hello. So, um, we have a few, we have some questions that... We kind of came up with um, to get to know me and him a little better. Um, and so, anyway, ready to start? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the first one. How did we meet? Um, technically, we met at college group. But I don't really remember that well. We didn't hang out that much or anything at college group until we were you started volunteering at the junior high program that's that's really how we started like meeting and getting to know each other yeah so we met at the college group um at our church that we attend and um i started going in october and then january i started helping out in the junior high um at youth group and then we started hanging out and yeah we were friends for a while and then pretty long time yeah a couple years mm-hmm. and then um yeah and then we had the little dtr define the relationship talk and then started dating yeah that's not <laughs> <laughs> so talkative. Um, okay, and then let's see. How did you propose? So I had a pretty elaborate plan. Um, and like prior to me proposing, I went on a Brazil for a missions trip with a bunch of like college students and a couple of youth students. And um, I was talking to them about the fact that I was going to propose and what I wanted to do, and then it kind of like snowballed to being a couple of people incorporated in helping me plan and video and things like that. So what we did was um, we went to a friend's like farewell party that she went to teach in another country. And was that Abu Dhabi that she went to? Yeah, Dubai. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dubai. Yeah, so she went to a friend. Yeah. 
our, one of our friends, her name's Jackie. She she was going out of state or out of country to teach. So we went to her party first. And it was perfect because then Jess was all like in this nice outfit and everything. And then um, I was like, let's go do archery. Because that was one of the things that we spent a lot of time doing together. And then she stopped by her apartment to get her bow and her arrows but then also decided to change out of her outfit after i was like don't do that no no no. keep your clothes like you 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 ought to be fine don't worry about it and she was like i just i'm gonna change i don't want to go out there and do it so like well who wants to go out and like shoot with their bow and in a dress dress. it was was nice (laughs) okay but that's not comfortable i don't know what to tell you but (laughs) It was supposed to look nice. Anyway, um, and then, so I had, like, coordinated with some friends that had, like, cameras and uh, recorder and a couple other things. And, like, they went out to the area that we would go shoot archery at. And they were, like, hiding in the forested area. And then we were shooting. And then when she went to go get her arrows, I, like, grabbed her hand. And then I turned her around and showed her the ring. And then I got on my knee. And then they all came out of the behind a bunch of trees that they were hiding around and then you were like super shocked and then I asked you and then you asked me <laughs> if I asked your parents I did it's true that was the first thing that came to my mind and I of course had already asked your parents so and then uh yeah and then you eventually did say yes that's true because then he was like so and I said oh yes but yeah so one thing that I did not learn from that experience was when John says to not do something that I shouldn't actually do it because I did that. And then I think it was that year, the same, was it Christmas that next year? Like it was Black Friday. We went out shopping. Yeah, I think it was the year that we got. Um, yeah, no, it was the year before we got married. So it was that Christmas. I was going to get you a Christmas present. Yeah, and I blew it, and I got the Christmas present for me. Because <laughs> it was on sale so at Target. You ended up with a Disney <laughs> Disney kids clock for Christmas because you bought your Christmas present. That's true. But that's okay. Um, so, yeah. So I was super shocked that he proposed. I thought that if it was coming that year, it wasn't going to come until like Christmas time is kind of when I thought you were going to propose. But I had, I was really, so the day he went to go talk to my parents, I was so mad because he, you'd just gotten back from Brazil like the day before, didn't you? I'm pretty sure it was the day before you got back from Brazil. Yeah, it was. Cause yeah, I had gotten the ring before I went to Brazil and then I asked your parents the day after I came back from Brazil, and we were over there for, I want to say we were over there for like a week, two weeks? hmm Yeah, it was, oh yeah. It was, it was two weeks. Yeah, that's right, because we spent uh, a week doing summer camp, and then we did a week, we went into the favelas, and that was super cool, to go see like the different culture, and go and meet like a bunch of really awesome, humble people, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, and then... I didn't actually propose to you, like, gosh, September, I think late, it was like late September. No, August. 
It was late. It was later August. Oh, because they started dating in this, September. The, they, but I asked yeah, your parents back in September. I'm pretty sure because no. your whole family was like on edge. No, you asked me to marry you the end of August. It was the end of August. What was it? August 28th then. Yeah, because we started dating, or it was around that time because we started dating. Then the, the September the trip prior. was like at the very beginning of August. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was like a week or two that went by that I hadn't proposed. And so her whole family was like kind of freaking out. Well, and so the day, so I picked. They, just, they were just wound up that I. Well, yeah. <laughs> hadn't well, they it. were like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? So the day that I. Um, that he came back, I surprised him at the airport and I picked him up and because I was really excited to see him. And also he had on your phone, remember you had that like the Tamagotchi or whatever. And he, oh, yeah, that's made right. me, he made me take care of it the entire time. And I, I don't know. I wanted to die. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. And I was like, you take it back. I'm done. <laughs> but anyway, so then I was like, so we had hung out. For a little bit. I mean, not that long when he came back because the time difference and everything. But then... Well, it was like... What was it? It was like eight hours or something. It was a 16... I think it was a 16-hour flight from... Yeah. From Sao Paulo to... We went to Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. And then Atlanta, Georgia. We had... And then we had a layover. And that was... I think it was like a three or four-hour layover in Georgia... And then we flew from Georgia to Sacramento, and I don't think I slept more than, like, I don't know, maybe an hour. An you were just time. really excited to see me. Uh, yeah, I just, and I also don't sleep on planes. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so then the next day I was like, oh, sweet, we're going to hang out. And he literally calls me up and says, oh, I got to help my grandpa with, like, Putting in a dishwasher or Which washing true. machine or something. I did do that. But I was so pissed that he, he did that. I was so mad because I hadn't seen him for two weeks. And then I went out to ice cream with two of my friends. And they were like, they also went on the Brazil trip. So they were like, well, what if he proposes to you? And I'm like, that's not going to happen until like maybe December. But then they were asking me all these questions, and I was just so pissed that you didn't want to hang out. I was like, what the heck? Well, I don't know. I, I was but... busy. I had all your plans. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. And I forgot to say, we've been married for eight years. It was eight years, um, April 13th of this year. And we've known each other for, like, 12 years. Yeah, we've known each other for 12 years now. So, Yeah. Um, okay, so the next question. Are there any quirks or facts, things that, about me, that the listeners would not, would not know? Can you think of anything? You like to make shirts for people. Like, it, yeah. I don't know what you call it. On my cricket? Yeah, but I don't know what you, what do you call that? What do I call what? Those the things that you put on the shirt. Vinyl? Yeah, you put, like, vinyl designs on shirts. Oh, yeah. So I design shirts and then make them for people for different occasions or things. Um, like, the girls' birthdays, I always make them, like, a birthday shirt or, 
a shirt for a holiday or anything. Um, Addie asks me for shirts all the time. So we're always making shirts. She has a ton of shirts that I've made, but yeah. Okay. And then do you have any funny stories about us as a couple? Mm, not really. Maybe the only thing I can kind of think of that was kind of like unusual would be like when we went with our friends, I think we were still dating at this time too. We went to the swing dancing thing and I didn't want to dance because I don't like dancing. We weren't dating. We were just friends. Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then I like the, 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 like the Greek oh. guy with the open shirt and his like oh gosh, a thousand gold chains and hair. And he had like so much chest hair and he was like this old guy and I was like, Ew, he let him come up to me and dance with me. And I, I was, was like, like, here you go. Have fun with my friend. Okay, if you guys have ever seen Frozen and when they have their, co it's the coronation day and Elsa and Anna are standing like in the reception room, whatever, you know, the room they're having the reception in. And then that guy, that old guy comes, the short the old guy. The guy or whatever. Yeah, Whistletown or whatever. Weaseltown. And <laughs> And he asked Elsa to dance, and she goes, oh, I'm not a dancer or whatever, but my sister is. That's literally what happened. He Elsa'd me. No, <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to dance. It was and I, He didn't want to dance with me. He wanted to dance with you. you were but I was, like, trying to be like, you know, John, like, don't let him go with, don't, don't let me go with him. And, no, he, like, pushed me out to go dance Yeah, I was like, him. have fun. Go dancing, because I'm not. It I didn't was know what horrible. I was doing. It was horrible. Can I tell him the other story that we talked about? Which one? The story that we talked about when you were sleeping? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this isn't like a quirky couple thing. It's just a quirky me thing. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, oh, can I tell him the first time that it happened? I don't care. <laughs> we were in Chester. We tell everyone anyway. So, so... Before we started dating, we were just friends, and we were um, we went to with the college group. We had gone up to one of our friends' parents' um, house up in Chester, and it was on the lake. It was really pretty. They had like floor to ceiling, or like I don't know, probably floor to ceiling um, windows looking out to the lake and stuff. And I had slept on the couch. It was like this this college retreat, and I had slept on the couch. And in the middle of the night, John like. I'm sleeping, and when you can feel someone, like, looking at you or staring at you when you're sleeping, that's what I felt. And I opened my eyes, and John had his arms crossed. He was literally a nothing but his boxers. And he had his arms crossed, and he's, like, bending over looking at me. And I'm like, yes? And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm To be clear, I was, I was sleepwalking. <laughs> well, I had no idea what was happening. This was the first. And then he's like, so he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm sleeping. And he said, oh. And then he walked over to the windows, stared out at the wind, like at the lake, and then left. And I was like, that was the weirdest thing. And then another thing happened. I sleep talk a lot, too. Yeah. Still to this day, I sleep talk a ton. <laughs> but then another thing happened the next day. And then, so then we started dating and then we got married. And... I mean, I thought that was just, like, a like a random thing. Well, then... Well, and part of it turns out, it's, like, as we discovered later, um, I was, I was, I have trouble sleeping, even to this day. So I would, like, 
take stuff to help me go to sleep. And then, um, like, the medication, like, made me kind of, like, sleepwalky. Like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't good. So I, I stopped taking that. Yeah. So then when we got married, he had gotten, we were sleeping one day, one night, and he had gotten out of bed. And he came to bed, and I hear this, like, jingling. And I thought, I'm like, did he bring keys to bed? Like, what in the world? And I, he's talking, and I have no idea what he's talking about. And then all of a sudden, he, like, hands me all of our spoons that we had. All of the soup spoons, like, yep. All of the spoons. And I'm like, what in the world just happened? And he was totally asleep. And then in the morning, I asked him, like, what was going on? And he's like, what do you mean I handed you spoons? And I'm like, I literally had all of the spoons on my nightstand. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I was dreaming about, dreaming about cereal. And when we had gone out into the kitchen, the drawer was open just enough to where he can get all of the spoons. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. So... Yeah, but I don't do that much but, anymore. I'm like, it's been a long time since I've done that. Yeah, I know. I just sleep talk now. <laughs> he sleep talks all the time. And then Addie's starting to do it. Yeah, now our oldest <laughs> is doing it. Yeah, so I don't know. It's interest. That's interesting. But, okay. Um, who does what around the house? Um, I, I would say it's... I mean... <sighs> It's not a straightforward answer. Um, So recently, our kind of lives have switched where, like, I was working full-time, and then Jess was mostly at home, or she would, like, work part-time. And then now, just due to circumstances with with work, um, I'm no longer working, but she is working. She works at a school. Um, And so, yeah, so I now do try and do the majority of it um but i don't think we've ever had like you do this i do that i with maybe the exception of like i do all the outdoor kind of like yard work and like anything with plants and digging or yeah mowing the lawn i do i mowed the lawn one time because you You did one time you made me mow the lawn and i was like i haven't done this since like freaking junior high one time in eight years of us (laughs) being married you mowed the lawn i'm just i have to put that point that out like that's it that's all you've ever done and then there was one time (laughs) oh when you made me pull the weeds no it wasn't the weeds it was um the irises the japanese water irises. irises Okay, that's my favorite flower. John gave me an iris. That was the first flower that he ever gave me. I was picking him up from school, from the JC, and he... No, I thought I No, you... no, I picked you up, and he picked a flower at the school, but it was really pretty. Yeah, and I had never seen irises before, and like I didn't Dutch even iris. know what it was. Yeah, it was, it was like purple and yellow. It's so pretty. And then... Yeah, um, like white, purple, and like... Uh, like super intense yellow yeah and so then that became my favorite flower so every year on our anniversary we try to go to the flower farm that's in our area and we go pick out some the iris flower farm and then we go pick up some irises um but we ended up having some in our backyard yeah well a specific type a japanese water iris yeah and it was like i don't know who put them there but they they grow really well they do really really well 
but I didn't want them in the middle of the backyard. Yeah, it was, was such a weird spot. Like, we have this really have big, what kind of tree is that? Mulberry tree. We have a really big mulberry tree. And then right next to the mulberry tree, there was, like, this, a like, big patch big of patch of these irises. And we're, like, Like, every once in a while, I still get an iris or two that, like, try and grow in the same spot. Oh, that's so weird. But I've just mowed them down over the years. Yeah. That they, they're mostly stuffed. But every once in a while, I'll see one that pops up. And if I mow it down, it, it, it dies off before it can take yeah. but um but so yeah, he now, made me move them to the front yard yeah they're all in this flower bed that's like right in front of our porch and they look great every year like every april they they spring up these like super bright white irises and they they have like a ton of them each year it's it's really cool yeah but i just i've never been a big like planter i like the the turnout and like the flowers and everything but i never have been a person who like has a green thumb um yeah, i mean that's why you buy a basil plant <laughs> and then you set it on the counter and then ignore it and don't take care of it properly and then it dies within it's two weeks true. i have so many good intentions but it just never happens and i do it all the time it's like a <clears> we have a cycle. basil plant that's now dead and dying on our counter sometimes they can bring it back to life though it's like our seventh basil plant that you've killed. <laughs> I don't mean to. It just happens. I water it. I don't know. But I think it needs to be out in this. Like, we don't get a lot of sun in that area, so I think it needs a little bit more sun. I think you just need to research basil plants and figure out what conditions it needs and how much water it needs. Yeah. See, I got, I got, remember when I got those plant, the plant stuff and I tried? I tried. I've tried the little planter thingies yeah remember i got those because oh. i was like oh let's try to save like what are ways to save money and then i was like oh that'd be fun to like plant things and plant things with addy and it just just because you don't do your research on those things i was like oh what's the there's like a period you know when it to grow the what's germination period yeah the germination period and i, I even wrote on the calendar and everything yeah and it nothing happened well, Actually, I got a little bit. No, I think you had one of them that didn't succeed. The other two, you had like one that didn't do anything, one that sprouted but then didn't really grow beyond that, and then you had one that the the basil plant did grow, but it didn't grow very big. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Eventually, I would love to like have a garden, and maybe I'll plant, or maybe not. It'll just be John and Addie, <laughs> it's just me and the kids, <laughs> and the girls. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. Um, what, so before, before we got married, um, and it could be like any time, like, I don't know, throughout your childhood or like when you got older, what did you think about marriage before we started dating? I, I, I don't really have anything. I didn't even think I was going to get married for a very long time. It's true. He, you definitely had told me multiple times that you before we started dating that you didn't think you were gonna get married yeah well i didn't really have an intention <laughs> of getting married to be honest no um so for me i mean i my parents have they've been married for 35 years um so i mean i just kind of figured it would be you know two people who love each other, living life together. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, 
That's kind of what I thought about marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. How different or the same is marriage compared to what you had thought? Well, I am married, so that's (laughs) different from what I thought was going to happen. I mean, no. I think our relationship and our dynamics are just worked really well. And I don't, I don't, I didn't have any preconceived notion of like, I didn't imagine anything different mm-hmm. from, from what we have, how, how we, you know, do. I think maybe the only difficulty that like, that would be different, maybe you could kind of consider it is just parenting and parenting styles and just like, like how you were raised is very different from like how I grew up. Um, so, I would say, you know, like, yeah, like, I'm more open to doing more, like, homesteading kind of stuff, and you're not (laughs) really into that. So, like, when we did the chickens at the Boutique's house. Oh, well, that was a whole, like... See, but I'm super comfortable with that. That was such a whole other ballgame. Okay, so context here is, like, some of our good friends had some chickens, and they had too many of them at one point, and so they were like, hey, could you help butcher these chickens with us and like show our oldest our kids like how to do it and everything and i was like literally sure, everyone calls john for these types of things and i was like yeah well that's and again like the difference like you grew up in a suburb i grew up on 15 acre property up in the mountains and we did chickens and we had pigs and you know we had a steer uh, i don't know how often we did that i can't remember but we had several steers um and horses and dogs and peacocks and many other birds and things like that. So I was, I felt very comfortable with all that stuff. Um, and anytime I'm like not, I haven't like done it, I just research it. And YouTube is like really awesome resource for if you want to learn something new, to be honest. So yeah, so the, our friends had asked us like, hey, could you come over and help us butcher some of these extra chickens that we have? And I was like, sure. And I think Addie was, what, like, three at the time? No, I wasn't pregnant. So she was... Two and a half? Probably, yeah, probably, like, two and a half-ish. Or maybe a little bit older little... than two and a half. I don't know, around two. She was talking pretty well. Yeah. She, she's, she understood things pretty well. Two's... A lot of development happens in two. So anyway, um, like, I, I didn't want her to be squeamish about, like... I mean, the fact of the matter is, is if you eat meat, your meat comes from some place and it was an animal that grew up and it ate and then it was killed and processed and things like that. So I feel like, you know, for my kids, I want them to be exposed to that because that's like how it is. And I think for myself and how I want to raise my kids, is there's a level of respect that comes with that. Um, you respect your meat when you really have been it you've seen it and it's personal like it's not that i take life lightly like i don't i don't enjoy killing things but i do enjoy a good chicken breast or a steak and so i you know find that balancing point of like respect and being hungry and i you know i don't want to be a vegan or that's my choice so yeah so anyway that's, I think, that's the differences that, like, you and I, like, the, the difference expectations is just 
like that was I know like your family was kind of shocked that we showed adding that at like an at that at that age but like I mean I had never even seen it and I was like 30 something Actually, Addie like, was the only one that watched it out of everybody, and there was an age range yeah. between like, uh, jeez, what twelve? No, 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 no. I would say Addie being the youngest was, you know, we're yeah. saying like close to oh, two yeah, and a yeah. half. To the oldest person being, well, yeah, even James, James. <laughs> and James couldn't watch it either. He's, like in his forties, he's like four years or no, or he's like eight he's, years no, older than me, I think. In his yeah, so in his late thirties. Yeah, he was he was probably like thirty seven. Yeah, he couldn't even. He like watched it. It was really funny. Where he like watched it. We all watched it at first, like the first. James, one, right? if you do watch this, we love you. Listen, he's not watching it or listen to this. <laughs> but anyway, um, so it was just really funny because like we're all well, that's not that funny, but we're all watching it, and then we're like, oh, yeah, when the axe came down, because <laughs> we didn't know. I mean, John had told us what was going to happen, but I guess... We didn't have the best setup. It was because it was, it like, was last just, minute, and yeah. I wish we had the cone. The cone's way better. I don't know, but anyway, it was... And I was, like, I was like mortified that my two-year-old saw this, yeah, and I'm, like... She didn't... But, she wasn't mortified. She was just, no, like, yeah. oh, it's a chicken, and now it's... Not. Dancing, and in <laughs> the bucket, and then yeah. we quickly... And, like, it's amazing how fast a bird goes from looking like a bird to just looking like what's on your table when you start the process. Like we were able yeah. to get a chicken looking like it would be table ready within like 20 minutes at that, if that. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that that is probably something that is different as well. Um, I think the other thing, like I've had to, but that's like not in our marriage. It's like, I mean, it is in our marriage, but it's not, well, it's not between us. It's between the whole family dynamic. So I guess yeah. like if somebody was looking for the answer to be like, oh, what's different between the expectations of just between us, there really wasn't anything. It was the larger dynamic stuff. Yeah. I think for me, it would like be, so there are things that, like before we had kids, I wanted the house clean, and my biggest thing was the kitchen had to be clean before I went to bed. Like dishes done, everything, because I want a clean kitchen when I go to make food. Um, and so I think the biggest thing for me is just to kind of like let things go. I mean, I would say that I I have a ch- like it's very challenging. Um, and I have a hard time with that because, I mean, it's just something that I, I let, like, I want a clean house, you know, I want these things. Um, yeah, but, but you have two children. But with two small kids. And <laughs> they're constantly making they're, messes. It's like, literally, we sweep and then all of a sudden there's, like, food on the floor. Like, how we in the world? We have two kids and two very large dogs. Yeah. So, and it used to be just one large dog. Yeah. To now having two kids and two large dogs. Yeah. So, who we have a golden retriever and a husky, so we have hair everywhere all the time. Like and cracker crumbs and graham cracker crumbs or cereal every, or yeah. or a banana. The other day we found like half of a banana that was just sitting like, on the floor. From like a couple days ago, I'm like, "Where did this come from? It was like black." 
It was disgusting. So for those of you who have kids, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about because there are things hidden that, I mean, the only reason why we saw it was because we were moving furniture in and out of our house and we're like sweeping when we move the couch and it's everything. It's good to have a deep clean though. But yeah. So anyway, that was a little tangent, but you know. Um, but yeah. Okay. What is something that you didn't expect from me before we started living together? Mm-hmm. No expectation differences. None at all. I don't think so. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. So we, um, so I lived in an apartment. I lived with my parents when we were friends and then we started dating and then I ended up moving out into an apartment. And then, um, after John had proposed to me and a few months before we got married, he moved into our new apartment that we were going to live into live in together. And then, um, I moved back with my parents until we got married. And so I think, It probably is, I mean, I would assume it was because I lived by myself, and you saw how I lived. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, I I would say, you know, we we knew, we've known each other for so long before we even got married. I mean, it was like three years. I mean, some people might say that wasn't that long, but I don't know, it felt long to me. And it felt very long to me. I know. <laughs> Very long. So, but, I mean, we'd known each other for so long. I think that, that I didn't have any surprises in the dynamics. Not until, at least, again, there wasn't any, any big surprises until it came down to, like, incorporating how we wanted to raise our children. That was yeah. that was the big difference. Like, And because we came from big, different backgrounds, that's... That's just how we had to figure it out. I mean, and like, I think for myself, like, I also had to learn a lot. I learned a lot from my previous job in behavioral health. So that, like, you know, changed a lot of, like, I think how I would have reacted being a parent to a lot of different situations. And it made me more analytical, I would say. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it made me more analytical. So... If you're young and you're not married and you want a job but you, you don't know what to do, behavioral health, applied behavioral anal- uh, applied behavior analysis is always a good place to go explore. So what is it, can you explain to them what you did so they understand like what yeah, you mean by I mean, behavioral health because there could be, that's like a huge... Yeah, I mean, it is, it's a growing field for sure. So specifically... I was working in um, a company that provided um, applied behavior analysis and it was helping kids with autism. And I started out as a technician is what they call it. And that's somebody who goes and like, they are like considered like it it would be, it's comparable like to a tutor in a lot of ways. Um, It's, it's far more advanced, I would say, but um like that's how a lot of like family members would easily interpret it and understand it as like they'd be like oh you're the tutor you're coming in and then i would work under a behavior uh analyst and they are board certified behavior analysts um and so they would 
you know, come in and they would create a plan and then they would tell me what the plan was and they'd teach me what I needed to know so that, um, you know, I would be successful in incorporating their plan with working with their child, with the child, the client. Um, and then I did get to the point where I was called a program supervisor, where it was like I was training to become a behavior analyst myself. Um, but circumstances kind of changed and I've just decided to make a change away from that specific field and get a little bit more broad. Um, so, but that's, that's what I had done for five, like, yeah, yeah. five, five years actually. So like an example, I would like an example of that. So like you could do like toilet training. Yeah. Like we did potty training, um, <coughs> where it would be like, we set them on a schedule and it'd be like every 15 minutes we would take them to the bathroom. And if they sat on the potty when they first started going, then we would reward them with like a, a little treat, like an M&M at the end of sitting on the potty for 30 seconds. And then, you know, we would, if they like went potty during that time, then they would get like four or five M&Ms or, or a different treat altogether. Say like, I don't know, a starburst. You know, so they got a bigger treat and a better treat that was more desirable for them. And um, and then we would just, like, slowly and systematically increase, like, how the, the time between them going to the bathroom, depending on how successful they were with holding, you know, without having an accident. And then um, if, you know, if they were comfortable, like, if they weren't having tantrums because of going to the bathroom, um all the time because <laughs> honestly yeah. that's that's a big part of the key is it's just you go a lot yeah so uh, yeah i would say that that is i mean just the parenting parenting in itself i think is like a whole nother it's just a whole nother like thing it's its oh, own yeah, separate thing and so i think that i mean when you get married you know yeah you talk about having kids and and everything but I think it's just, and you can talk about parenting, but I mean, until you get there, it's just, you don't know what to expect, you know? And so I think that that's, so I did a similar, when right out of college, I did a similar, um, similar job. It was actually, it was the same thing um, as John. And then I started working. Yeah. And then I started working in the, um, in the school districts doing the same kind of thing um but anyway so I think that that definitely helped me as well kind of get a little bit like of a leg up but Mm. I mean just teaches you like patience and like yeah um thinking through creating a plan I mean because every kid's different doesn't matter like I don't care who you are you know what you know status of your kids every every kid's different every child's different um and every family dynamic is different. So it's just, you know, trying to take the time to process and, and like think through like what are our dynamics and how do we react to things and then thinking and creating plans on changing things that you want to see change and be different. Um, so yeah, like right now with Elodie, cause she's a little over two. Um, she just, she'll like scream. If she doesn't get something that she wants, she'll scream. So we have to constantly tell her, like, 
what do you want? Show me what you want. Or, you know, use or your if words. Or we do know what if she we wants. Do know, like if she said it and then, or she maybe screams it because she's been doing, she's like tantruming more. Um, it's the so terrible it's like, twos. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Which like, is funny because Addie, speaking of like different, yeah. different types of kids, like Addie didn't really go through the t- terrible twos. No. Hers was more like three fours. She was just really sassy. Yeah, I mean, I mean she, she was still just learning, is, but she was learning certain word choices that we just didn't like. But she she didn't she didn't have big meltdown tantrums. I would say. Yeah. No, Elodie is just. But Elodie. That's why is she's different. a little angry she, leprechaun because she literally like goes zero to sixty and. I but, was just so we just teach John. her though, like you know, say we we like tell her what she should say. And then, like, or if she's, like, already screaming and crying, we'll wait for her to stop. And then once she's stopped, then it's, like, we'll tell her what she needs to say, like, you know, apple, please. And then, and so she's she's getting it. She's learning it. But it's, it's just, it takes time. And every kid's, again, different. And how long is that process going to happen, you know, for her and, and developing as a child? Like, she's developing, so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, has there been a hard year in our marriage? Um, I think for us it was 2016. There was just a lot that happened that year. That's mine. What's yours? Yeah, I would say the same. So I was pregnant with Addie. Um, and John, for those of you who don't know, races motorcycles, speedway motorcycles. Um, and he had done that, I mean, he's done it since he was little, Yeah. but I think my first time on a speedway bike, I was 10, but I was racing like peewees and stuff before that. So, yeah. So he had wanted to race that year and I was like, I don't think so. I don't think you should race. And he's like, Oh no, it'll be fine. And I just had a weird feeling about it, but he ended up going and doing it anyway. And then, um, it was May. May 13th. It was a Friday, May 13th. And he got in an accident. Um, He, I don't even, I wasn't even there, but he like. I tried missing two people that fell down and I pulled my bike in the direction. um, Towards the wall. Well, I was leaning it away from them and these bikes have a foot peg that are on their right side so you can't really like turn right you have to just turn left and what i should have done was just laid it down and i didn't and then so i went out really wide and then i i did hit the wall probably about 40 45 miles an hour and then you flew over the wall yes and then i hit the yeah after hitting the wall the momentum sent me over yeah and like it broke my leg and i think at least four places. I'm pretty sure he said four. Um, yeah, full tip fib, um, complete breaks. And then I also broke my right wrist. Um, my arm hit the flagpole when I was going over the fence. <laughs> yeah, so that broke my arm too. So I had a broken arm and a broken leg eight weeks before our daughter was born. Yeah, so that was really hard. Um so we had that, and he was like on a scooter, like uh, where his yeah, knee, knee like yeah, his knee was on the scooter, and then he could move it with his and other then, foot. But yeah. 
And then other things that happened, just like there was a close friend of ours that um, we just ended up uh, having a falling out. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we, we just we were separated. We weren't really communicating at that point. And um, over time, we've you know rekindled our friendship and everything. And we're, we really value that person. Um, and then, like, also my dad and my stepmom like also tried reaching out because we were having Addy and like we weren't really close to them and then um and then my grandma had cancer and she was like literally like she was dying yeah she passed um, away and so and then like we had Addy on a Tuesday and then like that Saturday or Sunday my parents took my grandma up to Oregon and so we had this new baby like John was all messed up and well, I was doing better by then. He was doing better. But, and like, we didn't know what to do. Cause we were brand new parents. My parents were gone. My well, grandma like had cancer and this baby she like, was hard. She yeah. Was really she hard. was like screaming and it was just, she had some, like she had some digestion issues. And so she just wasn't eating enough for the first couple of weeks. And so we didn't, but we didn't know about it until like uh, at least five or six weeks later, maybe even later yeah. than that. Um, and she, it was just like the cycle of like cry for two hours, then finally go to sleep for an hour and then wake up and cry another two hours. And it you was just repeated lot, that yeah. at least for the two weeks. That was a straight, just exactly how it happened. Yeah. So I would say that that was, yeah. that was probably, that has been the hardest year of our marriage. <laughs> Um, just, There's just a lot it was of a lot happened. of things. Yeah. A lot of things that happened. Yeah. So last question, what is the best part about being married and why? Um, I mean, for me, I would say it's just that companionship and having you there and like, you know, you know how I get whenever you leave more than like two nights in a row. Yeah. He misses me. Yeah, I don't like sleeping in an empty bed. It's you belong. But then when we are sleeping, he's like, "Oh, you're on my side of the bed, and I'm not even on his yeah, side of the bed." There's a difference between and... you not being in the bed at all and being in your spot of the bed instead of on top of me. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I would say that is something that is like one of the best things. I think the other thing is. I mean, it goes along with companionship, but just knowing that at the end of the day, like, no matter, you know, if we get in little arguments or whatever, like, you're still there, and and I know that you love me, yeah. and, you know, I think that that is being able to hang out with my best friend all the time, even though, like, we do other things, you know, separately, and we do things together. Um, we try to. But, Yeah. But I think, you know, just being able to, like, I married my best friend, and I don't think, like, I wouldn't want it any other way, um, because I know that, like, after the kids, you know, when they grow up and, like, they move out, then it's different, and it's, you know, it's going to be, it might be challenging, but at the end of the day, like, you're my best friend, and... Hey, we'll have a clean house again. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So that is the end of 
this episode. Thank you for coming on and hanging out and talking about you and me and our life. And yeah. Um, all right. We will see you on our next episode and I'll be dropping some of the devotions with Addie this week. So see you next week. Have a great, great week.